Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Are you or your team performing all possible vendor validations? Do you know which documents have the key data you need to confirm that the vendor you are about to create or update is real? Be sure by downloading the vendor validation reference list. It also has links to all the resources listed. Download at www. Dot Debra, D-E-B-R-A, R. Richardson, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N dot com. Can you use a tool that is used to check for fraudulent invoices sent via email? To check for fraud and vendor changes sent via email? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 84, Leveraging Invoice Fraud Tools to Fight Fraud in Vendor Changes. If you are a longtime listener, you know that I focus on vendor setup and maintenance processes for those that are fully or partially manual, where many receive vendor supporting documentation via email which means the topics of many of my blogs, podcasts, webinars, social media postings are about authentication techniques, internal controls, and best practices around the acceptance of email to avoid fraud. But I usually don't talk about fraud in invoices. So what about receiving invoices via email and avoiding fraud in that scenario and more importantly can the same solution to eliminate fraud when accepting invoices via email be used for accepting vendor supporting documentation via email to avoid fraud So to answer that question, on my blog post this week, I cross-posted another blog from a company called Check and Invoice, or CAI. And that blog was titled, Are Your Emails Being Intercepted? Fight Email Fraud. And they have a tool to check email domains. So I thought it might be great to see if this is something that we could use over in the vendor setup process to check for fraud when we're accepting vendor changes via email. So let's get into that cross-posted blog by check and invoice. So when you receive an invoice by email, which you are expecting from a supplier who has carried out work for you, do you ever look at it and question whether it's legitimate or not? So probably not, why would you? The work service has been supplied, you are expecting the invoice, so the next logical step is to pay it. Now, 
they identify a latest scam about um, in a recent article in the Guardian newspaper one suspecting customer paid money to a fraudster without realizing it the invoice looked perfectly credible when she received it and there was no reason to question it in this situation the scammer had hijacked the supplier's email account and was sending and intercepting emails from it unfortunately the victim did not get her money back from the bank as she had authorized the payment and the bank had not acted negligently and I'm sure many of you have been in that situation before especially if you did not know that you paid it to the wrong vendor and thus you waited outside the uh, period that you could then recover it safely from the bank now the blog goes into something else here and I have to preface this by saying this is all taking place in the United Kingdom, the UK, I believe. And so uh, their banks may have different banking rules than the banks in the US. So this may or may not apply to you, but they pointed out that a voluntary code, the contingent reimbursement model has been introduced, which requires participating banks to refund blameless uh, victims of authorized push payment fraud or APP fraud. Now, Experian reports that this is currently one of the fastest growing scams and APP fraud is a scam that involves the fraudster tricking their victim into willingly willingly making large bank transfer uh, transfers to them and we know that's true whether wherever you are in the world us um, uk uh, latam apac it's it's anywhere where a fraudster is trying to trick you to send them money and whether you're calling it um, uh, app fraud or bec fraud business email compromise or email account fraud eac or ceo fraud or just give me your money and i'm not the right vendor fraud um, we're well aware of that um, and one um, stat that they provided was that um, it is reported that uh, 200 million euros was stolen from customers through APP fraud in the first half of 2019 and that crime is soaring. And this blog post was actually written um, uh, March 2nd, 2020. And so uh, I wonder what that would look like or what that figure is now that we've gone through entire March, entire April, we're into May with the pandemic, how much that, uh, that stolen amount of the 200 million has increased. Now that's all well and good with the contingent reimbursement model, but the problem is that Checker Invoice points out is that not all banks are signed up to this code. And even the banks that have signed up to do it do not guarantee to give the money back as the code itself excuses them from refunding victims who have been quote unquote careless. And since carelessness is not defined, it can be interpreted at the bank's wish. So what we're really saying here, what they're really saying is, is that you're still responsible for making sure you're not falling for a scam. 
And then they go on to talk about how scammers show no sign of stopping. Uh, it seems that there is no end to the scams that fraudsters are coming up with, and we know that's true, and using to target businesses and innocent people. The scams continue to become more sophisticated and elaborate than ever before. Email addresses can be spoofed. You're never supposed to trust an email based simply on the sender's email address because cyber criminals have many methods to disguise emails. And we all know um, during the pandemic, and even if you're still uh, at this point working from home or working remotely, at least part of the time, you're distracted. And cyber criminals know that and they also understand how to trick their victims into thinking a sender is legitimate when the email is really coming from a malicious source. So we know that. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? How do we protect our companies from sending out these fraudulent payments or paying these fraudulent payments? And then how do we protect our vendors because now they haven't gotten paid on time? And so Checka Invoice talks about their software solution, which is a SaaS application focused on identifying and preventing invoice fraud that has an additional check in place to scan email domains. So if an email address is unidentified, then the exception alert is created. And this feature acts as a first line of defense against phishing attacks before scanning the invoice for other aspects of social engineering. So it sounds like what it does is when that email comes in, it with the invoice attached, it is going to verify that that email is the email domain of your vendor. And so will that help? Well, I would say so because if you're distracted or if your employee is distracted, they're not gonna see that that capital I is not an L in the email domain and it will catch it. And so if that's what it does, that does sound like it's something that would help. And what I'm thinking of is the scenario where your IT team has already set up indicators on the emails to identify those emails that are external. Well, your vendors are always gonna come in external. So this will help in identifying those email addresses that are different from the email addresses that are on file. And what is checking against is the email address that is loaded into that SaaS solution. So if that email address is different, it's gonna flag it. So back to the first question I asked when I started the podcast is, can this be used for vendor supporting documents via email? And I have talked before about using your in-house e-invoicing platform for accepting vendor supporting documentation. And this is good because I talk about authentication techniques. Well, if you have a vendor that is signing in to upload invoices and now they're signing in to upload uh, vendor documentation, the authentication uh, is done with that sign-in, with that successful sign-in. And again, that is an option. It's actually a great option because you may be able to find a no-cost, secure, easy way to accept 
these documents since you're already using and paying for that platform. Now, what do you do if your platform does not have that capability or you're not too sure about the security because the vendors are not signing in, maybe they're just sending their information. So this is where um, check and invoice and their software looks like they can come in, um, either integrating with your current tool or just being a standalone to check those email domains. Now, if you do implement their tool, it appears to not only be able to scan email domains to verify that it, the email domains have not changed, but it looks like it also has the option to scan, for example, banking details to tell if those banking details are different than what is in the tool. Now, this does take some entry on the APT members part to enter in the vendor's banking so they can have something to compare it to the same way that they do with the email address, but it may be an option for you. And so what I'm saying here is that take a look at all your options. We have email fraud coming at us from all different types of ways. Doesn't matter what country you're in, doesn't matter how big or small your company is. Email fraud is out there, so it's always great to know what your options are, especially those no-cost um, secure options. So if you do have an e-invoicing platform, Take a look at it and see if you can use it for accepting vendor supporting documentation for change requests. And I'll put a link to the cross-posted article from Check and Invoice that I referenced in the show notes. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 84th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Mm-hmm.